is Gunnar Esaias, and then you are listening to Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast presented by the Boomer Esaias Foundation and GunnarEsaias.com. This podcast series has been made possible by Vertex, Novartis, DCU, and Atlantic Health. The views expressed on Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast are that of Gunnar Esaias and Leah Farone, Tiffany Rich, and guests, and are not necessarily those of the Boomer Esaias Foundation. Nothing in this podcast series should be considered medical advice. Such advice can only be given by a physician who's experienced with cystic fibrosis. The Boomer Esiason Foundation, Gunnar and Leah Farone, Tiffany Rich, and guests cannot be held responsible for any damage which may result from using the information on this podcast without the permission of your medical doctor. You're listening to Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast. All right, hey, it's Gunnar Esiason. We're back for another episode of Breathe In. Joined by my lovely co-host, Leah Frone and Tiffany Rich. How are you guys? Good, how are you? Good, good, how are you? I am doing well. Actually, I've been better. I'm a little chunky. Yeah. You know, I yeah. little, you know, I got the inflammation going. You know, it's that kind of thing. One it's, of those days. Yes, yeah. yes. It is, it. It is one of those worst. days. Yes, I know, I know. It's um, like me yesterday. Oh, really? You had one of those too? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was having a hard time. Today's been better, though. That's good. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I'm hoping tomorrow's better. I always use the good days to sort of like power through the harder days. It's kind of my for sure. It's yeah. kind of like my go-to strategy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a good one. Good. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you for thank you for confirming that for me. You're yeah. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, so today's uh, podcast comes by virtue of a question in the DMs. As always, the DMs are yes. open. The DMs are open. Yes, they are open on Instagram at breathe underscore in underscore pod. Or no, Woo! at breathe underscore in no, underscore pod. Did. Yes. Okay. The, you, the, no, you got it. I did? Okay, cool. So it, it, you did it. I, I don't know why I have such a hard time with that, but remember, the DMs are open and they will remain open for the remainder yes. of time. Um, yes. But anyways, today's, today's uh, topic comes through the DMs from a follower, Rachel Roan. Um, I hope I said her name correctly. And she asks... Uh, how we handle the CF cough in public. Um, yeah. I've, I've condensed her question, you know, admittedly. But she wants to know how we handle the CF cough in public. Now, the CF cough is very, very pronounced. And if you've listened to uh, some podcasts in the past, I'm sure you have heard the CF cough either from Leah or myself. Yeah. Since Tiffany doesn't really have it's it anymore. Usually yeah, me. <laughs> I don't have it anymore. But it's so distinct. Like, you can tell it when it's a cough from a person with CF. And even before me and Leah, it was funny because we went FaceTime and she would start coughing and I would automatically start coughing because it was like sympathetic. Right, we would give like, it to each other. Yeah. And then my favorite part was my sister. So she had never met anyone else with CF. Well, I mean, she went to school with someone who had it when she was younger. But, yeah. you know, when you're younger, you don't cough as much as you do at this point in my life. Exactly. So... She hadn't heard anyone with CF cough other than me, and she like walked in my room and she was like, "Wait, that wasn't coughing. you, but it sounded just like you." And I was like, "Oh, that's Tiffany." And she was like, "Oh my gosh, this is so weird because we both start coughing." So it's definitely very distinct. It's funny you say it because my girlfriend had a very similar instance as well. I have a family friends and there's there's two daughters with CF in the family and. Uh, we just happened to run into one of that. Obviously, I kept my distance, but my girlfriend went up and, and she wanted to meet somebody else with CF. Like she uh, wanted to, you know, yeah. sort of like encounters like another one of us, you know. <laughs> and, and 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 one of her, you know, her her thoughts was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I heard the CF cough. Like I I now finally understand what you mean when you say that. And it's right. it's true. It sounds. It's deep. It's wet. I mean, it's it's let's put it this way. If you're it in a pub, sounds pu- disgusting. Yeah, if you're if you're <laughs> in a if you're in a public area. 
you know, like, people are going to know that somebody oh. in their proximity is not feeling well, right? Oh, exactly. and, 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 and it does, I, I will say there's a level of discomfort for not only other people, but also for the person that's coughing. You know, this goes back yeah. to like the invisible illness thing, right? You know, I'm exactly. sure, you know, this is like the, the one outward expression that we have something going on. Uh-huh. Right. Because you don't show anything else. It's just a, it's just a really cough. violent cough. <laughs> yes, this big cough, and people look at you right. like you're diseased, which, well, we, well, we are. We are diseased. Genetic well, yeah, yeah, I guess I am. But, you know, but... it's just like, but like, <laughs> contagious-wise. And it makes you feel weird because people are staring at you. Mm-hmm. And you just don't, you don't want people staring at you because you're a normal person, but you have this genetic illness mm-hmm. that makes you cough up a lung and um, it's not the most pleasant. Now from the, from the DMs, <laughs> you know, very glamorous. Yes. Yes. Now Rachel yeah. wanted to know to that, to that point, if we have all three of us, if we have a canned answer that we give to people when we get questioned, because every once in a while you will come across somebody that is either mm-hmm. nice or not so nice about mm-hmm. the cough, right? You know, I, I, I have you know plenty of anecdotes that that I can share here, but you know, uh, do you guys have like a canned answer that you give? Do you say, do you do you just go into it? I know, oh, I have cystic fibrosis. I mean, if you're wearing the Vogue yeah. mask, the billboard for CF, oh, then they know. That's but the big, <laughs> that's the big or or do, or do you that's just so or do you just say that you know or you know you kind of make something up? No, um, I'm mine I'm, depends on the situation. Yeah, but I always say I have CF. I've always said, you know, I have cystic fibrosis. It's a lung and digestive disease. Mm-hmm. Then it's kind of like, oh, okay. And then, then that person feels like an asshole. On, yeah, then that person feels yeah. like an asshole for asking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then if you have the VOG mask on, I think I was in the pharmacy, which, you know, you're at a hospital, a pharmacy. Um, and the lady's like, why are you wearing a mask? Why do you have that mask on? I was like, oh, geez. All right. I have cystic fibrosis. I just make it aware, uh, like a, a time to get awareness out. That's, that's interesting. how I feel. It's interesting. I don't think a lot of people do that, but that, that's an interesting way of doing it because it's, it's definitely right. not something like everyone does for some reason. I don't know yeah. why, but that's an interesting way of handling it. I don't either because when I think about it, nine times out of ten, I don't say I have CF. And then I think about it, and I'm like, well, this would be a great opportunity to teach people. You yes, know what I mean? Yes, yes, so I mean, the way Tiffany's doing it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, people will either be like, oh, that sounds bad. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I'll get over that cold, too. And I'm thinking in my head, well, I need to back away right now. <laughs> I love, I love the, those kind of comments are my favorite ones, like the backhanded comments, like, yeah. or like, yeah. oh, that sounds, right. ones, like, that doesn't sound good. Time of day. Yeah. 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 Uh, my, I, what I absolutely hate is when, all right, so if I feel like I'm going to have a cough attack, I try not to do it <laughs> in like, you know, a center of an aisle with a million people. I try to go yeah. to the bathroom to at least, you know, remove myself yeah. and just get all the crap out. Yeah, yeah, so I'll go into the bathroom, go into a stall. I'm coughing the, the crap out of my lungs and, and like 50 women will be like, are you okay? Do you need water? Do you yeah. need anything? <laughs> And it's like, I'm okay, this what I have to do. And then usually that's a time where I'll kind of u- use it as like a teaching opportunity because ah, when moment. it's more intimate, you know, yeah. it's like, oh, I don't really get that. <laughs> all right. And they kind of back away. Because now everyone's yeah, all in yeah. together. Yeah. <laughs> but some of the reactions I get when I do that are um, 
not the nicest. You, you know what I mean? Do you just let it rip? Like if you like if you're just coughing that like you're walking down the sidewalk, you have a big cough. Do you just yeah. spit right down the sidewalk, or do you? Yeah, do you? Have, I do always you, did. Um, yeah, yeah, so do I. I'm yes. Yeah, I just let it rip. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. honestly. Yeah, I'm just like whatever. I have to get this out. It's gonna hurt me if I don't. So let's just do it. Uh-huh. I, uh huh. My my favorite is to <laughs> to do it while I'm driving. To just cough and like open the window, yeah. and let it fly. And my friends can always tell when I'm driving. Or one of my friends always said it because you kind of spray the back yeah. driver's side w- window. Right, like because like like you get a lot of it out, but if you're traveling fast enough on the highway, you know it's not really gonna fly out of the car. Just kind of kind of go back. And my I know occasionally if I will yeah. have like a full car or whatever, and I won't realize that the window behind me is down, then oh, it goes no. then it goes out the car and it comes back <laughs> in and it's like a splash landing in the back seat. Yes, I have, I have, I have. That's so oh, bad. I I so I keep I always kept tissues in my car and did it like that. Oh no! I was out, I, out, I out down the window and out. If I didn't have any, because I missed the window. It's the window's like, oh, huge. The window, and then it the window's huge. Yourself. And then it's like, oh wait, it's on me. Yeah, I will say, like you, like sometimes you, I whiff, right? And or like I won't get like a, as much air coming out as I thought I did, and it'll end yeah, up all like, over me. And I'm like, oh my god, what do I do now? Or like, it right. undoubtedly happens whenever I'm wearing like a tie or something nice. Uh-huh. Like that's when it always happens. That's what it always oh, happens wait. to me. I mean, I can get the I can get the the mucus flying out the window ninety nine times out of a hundred, but that yeah. one time it doesn't is like the time I'm like going to a meeting or like a very important thing where I have to like look nice, you know? Yeah, exactly. Right. No, it it's it totally worst. happens that way. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like and, and, when no, you're going I usually have going to school, going to school, yeah. and you're it's in the morning and you did your vest and stuff and you're driving to work or school. I was going to school and literally needed to hawk up so much stuff and i had presentation and of course it got all over yeah. my nice clothes yes of yes course. happens all the yep. time now yep. i want to know are you are you guys distance girls like can you can you make the spit fly quite nope. quite some light quite no. some distance oh i see i can oh. listen let me tell you, you something can let, i can I let i can, skill i have i can let it fly i i mean i can we in college you, you, people do dumb stuff in college. One day, <laughs> we all stood on a line and we wanted to see how far I could make it go. And oh, that was, yeah. Yeah, I have to say, it wasn't one of our, really one of my prouder moments. But it was impressive, I have to say. My my friends were impressed. Because, like, I've always had, like, uh, my mucus is very full in the sense that, yeah. it, you know, it comes out pretty thick. Like, it is the thick, sticky Together. mucus of, of CF. But it comes <laughs> out, like, in one piece. You yeah, know? exactly. Right, right. Yeah, so that helps. Yeah, mine's not always like that. <clears throat> it depends. Mine, I felt like mine, especially towards the end, was very mm-hmm. together. And it was a lot. I don't know how I had that much mucus in my body. Do you feel like your mucus honest. changes? And Tiffany, like, did you feel like your mucus changed as you get got sicker? Like, I definitely, yeah. I definitely can sense a change in what's like what I'm dealing with. I feel like when yeah. I'm feeling good, my my, you know, I get like little pellets of mucus. You know, that that's mm-hmm. what pellets is a funny way of saying it. But then as yeah. I get as I get sicker, it'll start to get more and more thick. And then when I'm mm-hmm. really sick, and like an indication that I need IVs or I'm having pulmonary exacerbation is that it basically feels like it's water coming exactly. right out of my right out of my body. Yeah. See, mine's so, a little bit different. Mine's <laughs> almost the opposite. It's like when I feel really good and I'm on an antibiotic that's working really well for me that <clears> month or whatever, the mucus is just coming out constantly. It comes out in like big, like thick clumps and it's great yeah. because I'm getting it out of my body. When I yeah. start to get sicker, I feel like I'm drowning in it and it feels a lot thicker and it's so thick that it won't come out. 
Uh, mm-hmm. so I mean, I certainly think I'm drowning my, as well. Yeah. I mean, I certainly think I'm mm-hmm. drowning as well, but I've never been one of those people that has a hard time getting it out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think it's I, just like it's different for everyone, yeah, you know, yeah, because I've heard of other people that have the same situation. But for me, it just gets so thick and sticky that it will not come out, and it's exhausting. I feel like I got it. I could get it out pretty well, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but there was sometimes, you know, so thick that it was stuck in there and then I would have to have someone manually PT, uh, chest PT on me to get yeah. that lower mm-hmm. um, section so I could get it out. But ma- mainly I could get it out. And it was a lot of that mucus puke too. Yeah, the mucus <laughs> so, puke. Yeah, I'm the queen. I, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, the mucus puke is one of the things that I, like, you know, I said earlier, like, you know, when I opened the podcast, I was saying I, I'm not feeling well. Today is like one of those days where I would, I have to imagine that a mucus puke is probably in my future when I do my evening treatments tonight. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, as unfortunate right. as that sounds, you know, I can kind of tell right. when it's maybe going to happen. Um, you know, mm-hmm. maybe have like a low grade fever or something like that. It's nothing that like a leave can't fix, but right. you know, at the same time, I sort of, I don't want to say I expect it to come, but I can mm-hmm. kind of tell just based on what the mucus has looked like all day and how I'm feeling all day that like a mucus puke yeah. and what the mucus puke is. If you, if you're a new a new listener, is when we do treatments and we just cough, cough and cough and cough, and the mucus sort of kind of gets forced out of our lungs and it. Sort of feels like a thrown up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely mimics throwing up, but you're not really throwing up the contents of your stomach. Maybe a little bit, but it's it's right. definitely more it's like not, long volume. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Right. Um, so, like in public, when you spit out your mucus, like you're walking on the street mm-hmm. and you spit out mm-hmm. your mucus, and people do people like look at you I, uh, and, or say anything? I, I I do say if I'm walking down the street, like in a, a, crowded, a crowded place, like New York City. You know, yeah. then I'm definitely cognizant of to my surroundings. You know, oh, yeah. if it's if it's, it's crowded. One, yeah, I mean, and you gotta have a little courtesy because you don't want to. Yeah, I would like spit it on someone. It, in fact, it might actually even be illegal <laughs> in New York City. I don't know, um, but I, you know, I kind of I am just cognizant of my surroundings when I do have to spit um, uh-huh. because I mean, at the same time, you are, like we always say that CF isn't contagious, but you are spitting significant bacteria. You know, yeah. like you are you are spitting out of like a a very deadly bacteria. Um, so that's, you know, that's one part of it, but the real place where I'd spit in public is when I play hockey. So when I'm playing uh, hockey, it's, you know, I, I bring up a ton of mucus. It's like an extra, I'm sure. it's like, it's like two hours straight of, of airway clearance and, and I feel great afterwards. But you know, it's funny because of my, my teammates and I'm going to play adult league hockey now. My teammates can always tell how I'm doing, how my health is doing by based on how much mucus is in front of the bench. <laughs> So and oh, it's it's kind it's kind of, and my and my dad also like loves to tell people that I have CF like right. when we're playing hockey like every once in a while a referee or someone on the other team will make a comment and my and, like, I won't say anything like somebody else will say something for me and like there's been once you know right you know and, and it's like yeah my dad will just be like oh he has cystic fibrosis as and like he won't it'll just end it there as if right. he assumes that the person knows what he's talking about when in actuality most people don't. Exactly. I feel like he can get away with that. You know what I mean? He can just yeah. be like, "Oh, it's CF," and they'll just have to be accepting of it. <laughs> well, that's kind of like that's kind of like how he talks about my G tube. Like when he loves to tell people that I have a G tube. Um, like right. when, like when we like when we go out like somewhere we meet somebody new. Guess what? Gunner has a feeding tube. Like he, like five seconds of the conversation, it's like he just can't wait to get it off his chest. Uh, right. So funny. You know, I uh, I I, I, I you I know I, that's I would say hockey is probably the most public venue. Where I do it, and you know, mm-hmm. I, I coach high school hockey as well. So my, and I'm moving around during practice. I'm on my skates. I'm I kind of participate in drills and stuff like that. 
Um, obviously today during hockey practice, I wasn't feeling spectacular, so I didn't move very much, but I moved a little bit and still, you know, forced me to cough a little bit. Um, and you know, my players know what it is too. It is always like a freshman who asks like the first week or two, he's like, Ooh, what is that in the ice coach? And then like someone like, you know, one of the other kids will police the situation, which is pretty cool. (laughs) That's good. Yeah. So you don't really have to, you know, tackle that situation. Yeah, it's nice. It's yeah. nice. Yeah, they all kind of figure it out. I mean, I feel like for me, <coughs> I'm probably the most active when I'm at work because, yes. you know, I'm on my feet a lot. I'm exactly. running around the hospital, getting meds, taking labs down, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I do get people that question me a lot, you know, because when you think about being a nurse, I know when I'm sick and I either have like, a CF exacerbation or I have a cold, I stay home. Yeah. I don't believe in going to work. I think it's more of a risk for me to go in and expose those germs to patients than for them to be down a nurse. You yeah. know, that's my opinion. If I were a patient, that's how I expect to be treated. Exactly. So I don't go to work. Um, but, you know, on a daily basis, I am coughing a lot and mm-hmm. it happens. I try mm-hmm. to remove myself from the nursing situation when I actually have to spit out mucus. Yeah. But um, yeah, you can't, you can't be coughing your patient's face. Yeah. Okay, here's my solo cuff. I'm going to spin uh, this real quick. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I do get questions from patients a lot of the time being like, oh, are you getting over that cold? Or, oh, like, do you have the flu? Something like that. And I'm like, no. And I do explain it to my patients because they have the right to know. Our patient, I would kind of yeah. would like to know. Yeah. Um, yeah. If someone's taking care of me. I want to know nice what's going on. Yeah, I can relate to them a lot in a sense of most of my patients have ports and things like that. And yeah. I have one. So we kind mm-hmm. of have a cool relationship. It's where a, kind of a bond. Doing, they're asking me how I'm doing. And it is a yeah. nice bond. You know, it's a bond. Very unique, yeah. different. Um, yeah. And the nurses I work with, they're very understanding of mm-hmm. CF and all that I go through. Well, you'd hope so they're a nurse. I recently. <laughs> huh? You'd hope so they're nurses. <laughs> Um, it was cool though, because a couple, about a month ago, I changed floors that I work on. So some of the nurses that I work with, they moved with me, but then we were merged with a couple other nurses we had never worked with. And one of the nurses heard my cough and automatically knew I had CF, but -hmm. didn't want to say anything to me about it. So she kind of waited a little while and waited for me to tell her. And then she was like, yeah, I knew I told everyone, you know, on day two that you had Mm-hmm. So, because I, they were already asking me, oh, do you want me to run your labs down? Oh, do you want me to do this? And, yeah. like, they're already trying to help me. And, like, they totally know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. every once in a while you will come across somebody that does know or, like, has some sort of yeah. prior knowledge. Um, like, go, you know, go back yeah. to the, the hockey. Right. And my, she did. Yeah. She had a lot of experience with it. Like, and that's ba- how she knew. Like, back to my little hockey story. Like, I, one time, we a referee came over to our bench. And he's like, oh, my God, that's pseudomonas on the ice. And yeah. I was like, how How does he, like, how can he, how do you. How does he know what that is? How do you even no. know? I, apparently, like, the pseudomonas has, like, a very uh, unique green look to it. Yeah. I, I, I never... You tell by smell. Yeah, that, 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 that too. Like, I, I guess I never really knew that because I just, I've always coughed it up. I never, I've never known that, like, right. someone else may not know what it is. But this referee mm-hmm. knew what it was. And I was like, oh, well, you know, this guy, this guy knows his stuff. Um, yeah. yeah I mean, have you ever had, like, a, like a good experience? Like, I remember one time... I was in the New York City subway. Whenever I'm in the subway, I always wear my, you know, my little 3M surgical mask. And I I was coughing one time pretty violently waiting for a subway. And somebody turned to me and noticed that I was coughing with the mask on. And the person actually thanked me 
for wearing a mask. And she was like, you know, people are always sick this time of year. I just appreciate the fact that you're wearing this mask. And it was funny because I'm not wearing the mask for the benefit of the people around me. I'm wearing the mask for myself. It was kind of like a weird thing. And I kind of just like shook my head. I was like, yeah, yeah. Talking to people in the subway is a big faux pas. You just don't do it. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah right. Yeah, but you know, I, I it was it was a weird, different moment because usually you cough in a public space and people are pissed. Yeah, no, it's, it's true. True. I think I've had a similar experience on a flight. You know, I always have a mask on depending on which mask I have that day. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and <clears throat> I had someone pretty much do the same exact thing with me. And then they were nice enough to help me get all of my luggage down from oh, that's kind. overhead that's kind. and all of yeah. that. So that was nice. Yeah. Yeah. But usually that's... I don't get that reaction. Um, Hardly ever. I tell horror stories. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have a good one. We should go around the horn and do one of these for everyone. No horror story. <laughs> right? All right. Yeah. Um, Tiff, you can tell your positive experience. Then we'll go around and tell our other um, ones. Um, it's basically the, kind of the same situation, like needing help um, from in the airport when mm. you're getting on the plane and needing your luggage to go up. Yeah. I always ask people, even though I have my mask on and, you know, you're coughing, you kind of, I always say that I have CF if they ask. And, um, and it was pre-boarding too, so it was the flight attendants. So mm. I kind right. of... The flight attendants you know, totally understand, by the way. They, they are yeah, always they, on team patient. They're awesome. And I was like, you know, I can't lift my bag can you help me? And they were so helpful and they just asked what else can I do for you and all that stuff. So that's really great that the flight attendants are so nice and always do pre-boarding if you have CF. <laughs> always yes, do pre-boarding. Yes. yes. <laughs> Especially because you're carrying on, because you're, you're bringing on other bags too. Like you're bringing on yeah. the vest and you have all your, like your medicine bag and this, that, and the other thing. It's nice to have somebody that can either help you or that you can get on the plane yourself and not have to be fighting over overhead you know compartment space yeah and then you I can wipe anxiety. it down yeah i, I yeah, hate exactly. it i hate it i and i always like i, I know anxiety. that i can have pre-boarding right i know that i have it yeah but yeah. i for some reason i still have the anxiety about getting onto the airplane and like making sure the stuff fits yeah even though i know so, that even if the stuff doesn't fit they still have to make it work right you know they will i've had that happen actually so when I was in Hawaii, I think it was almost like two years ago, <clears throat> when I took one of like the smaller like island hopper planes from one island to another, the vest doesn't fit in the overhang. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had to figure out a way to accommodate that because I wasn't going to let them check it. Mm-hmm. I just don't no. trust people. I don't trust that bag. No, so they were never. awesome about it. They let me carry it on. They kept it up in the front with them. And then when I got off, someone carried it off for me and gave Perfect. it to me like alongside the plane. So, yeah. I mean, they are very accommodating with that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's just you yeah. have to you have to ask. You have to ask the help. No. You have to ask yeah, help. you have to ask. All right, so I need, exactly. I need to hear this horror story. Yeah. Okay. So, so this is uh, probably the best one I have <clears throat> with flights. And it has to do with pre-boarding. So I'm the queen of pre-boarding. I'm all about it, I think. You should use it, especially with how many bags we have to bring on. I get anxiety just with all the bags and the germs. So I Mm -hmm. go on there. I'm cleaning everything off with my Clorox. I think I'm going to order some of those seat covers that Tiff used last time. That's interesting. Along with the Clorox. Um, I never even thought to try that. So I know. I'm kind of excited to try them. Um, So anyways, I was, you know, I do all of that. And it's hard for me to get the vest and the bigger items 
overhead, you mm-hmm. know? So I normally need someone to help me with that. So um, I think a couple of years ago, my dad was like, you know, pre-boarding is an option. You can do it. And my clinic had told me that. So I started taking advantage of it. So I had probably been pre-boarding at this point for a couple of years. I had never <laughs> it's like, it's had like a hobby. Problem. It's like a hobby of I yours. Was, exactly. I was like a pro pre-boarder at this point. So I had a layover in Chicago. We had just and I was rushing from one terminal to another. I was with my entire family. <clears throat> and normally what we do is if I'm with them, my dad will pre-board with me and he'll help me get the bags in place and all of that. And then my mom and my sister, they'll board with everyone else. And my dad's always like, with the rest of the cattle car. No, no. (laughs) Right. We feel bad. We'll, you know, do what we're supposed to do. So we were standing in line to pre-board and there was this man next to us in the normal boarding area. He was first in line and he threw a fit that I was getting on this plane before him. A fit. He was screaming at the top of his lungs oh my god he was like this girl has nothing wrong with her she's making oh. this up and, and was just losing it okay mm-hmm. i was in tears i couldn't handle it and my dad was like it's okay leah we're just gonna get on the plane so my dad and i get on the plane this man continues yeah. to throw a fit my sister standing right there right behind him tells him off just completely goes off on him he was not oh, understanding about see her doing that like you're and they get in a screaming fight apparently um, it was not a pretty scene, but it had me livid. And I was on this plane for the next six hours with this man. So I was just absolutely livid. He was giving me dirty looks the whole time. It was just not a good situation. Mm-hmm. And it kind of soured me from the whole pre-boarding experience. So for a little while, I stopped doing it. Um, but now I'm back to doing it again. Because you know what? You just can't let people get to you like that. No. They, some people are just not understanding, and they're not going to understand your situation, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I had um, actually a lady that was working at the um, checking uh, boarding place, whatever you call that. Um, and we asked for pre-boarding for me, me and my parents. I was probably in high school and mm-hmm. she told us no. And she said she doesn't have anything wrong with her and they wouldn't let me pre-board. And it was ridiculous just because like the invisible illness thing, just because I didn't have a physical physically showing it that no, even if I coughed, it's not, they're going to think I'm just have a cold. Were you you traveling with a letter of medical need? Like, did you have the letter? Yeah. Yeah. We had a letter. Yeah. And they still wouldn't do it. It was ridiculous. But, um, that's just people that are ignorant, I guess. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) you know, I, 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 to, to an extent I do. You know, people have bad day, bad days at work. We we all go through yeah, that, and and unfortunately, unfortunately, sometimes these people. I'm not saying what this person did was right. Certainly wasn't. Yeah. But sometimes no. people do. You know, take their frustration out in different ways, and I've definitely come across mm-hmm. that as well. You know, I've definitely yeah. been coughing in public, and you know, someone just probably having a bad day, and they just you know yeah. feel the need to just express that I frustration or anger on on me in the moment, and you know, I. I my worst situation, but also my best situations have happened in the airport. And my you know the one story that little one little anecdote that I have <laughs> is that I was uh, I was flying home from Boston. Um, I was uh, I was I was really kind of sick. I was sort of developing pneumonia. I think it was. I had to you know I don't remember the the exact timeline, but I remember getting to the airport of Boston. Getting um, you know I had my flight booked on one airline, um, and it, the flight was canceled. So I oh. you know I ended up going to the, the desk or whatever. And I am really sick. I have, and I'm also carrying like you know, I have schoolwork with me and this, that, and the other thing. Um, mm-hmm. 
So I have a bunch of bags with me, not feeling well. My lung function is obviously lower than baseline, so it feels even worse. Right. I have the mask on, which is restricting airflow. Yeah, and I, it's really it, hard to fly yeah. when you're that sick. I've yeah. done it a couple times, and <clears throat> it was absolutely yeah, miserable. It sucks. It sucks. And you're coughing. It's just miserable. And yeah. I, uh, yeah. I got up to the the gate, and I, or not the gate, like the, you know, the, the agent for the airway, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, for the airlines. Yeah. And they were able to put me on a a partner. You know how sometimes, like, airlines have, like, partners or whatever? Yeah. And they can kind of be like, right. okay, go take, like, you know, X Airlines flight to New York. It's going, instead of going to LaGuardia, it's going to JFK or whatever. Um, yeah. So that, that kind of thing happened. But unfortunately, I had to go to a different terminal. So as soon as I hear Ooh. that it's in a different terminal and I have, like, 45, like, <sighs> not even 45, I have, like, I have, like, 30 minutes to get there, I'm like, oh, my God, yeah. you have to be kidding me. So yeah. I, you know, I'm lugging all my stuff to the airport. I'm feeling hot. I'm feeling hot. I'm coughing. I'm coughing. I'm coughing. Mm-hmm. Um, I get to the the new terminal. I, you know, do the the little pre boarding thing, and obviously I'm like very a out of breath and b coughing yeah. up a storm because I just oh, you sure. know lugged all my stuff across the airport in Boston. And right. The Boston airport is it's a good size airport. I mean, but the, it's the, the trek big. yeah the trek from one terminal to the next is not mm-hmm. the, the most fun thing in the world. Um, yeah. And I got. I finally got up, you know, I got my seat, whatever. And now I'm just trying to catch my breath. I'm like, this that was horrendous. Oh. And the flight from Boston to New York is, is quick, which is why my parents just put me on that flight so I can get back and see the doctor the same day. Um, yeah, right. It was at the advice of my doctor in Boston that I go home and, you know, sort of figure it out. Uh, but I, I kind of was on this airplane, and I'm obviously, like, physically di- distressed, right? Yeah. I probably have a mm-hmm. fever. I'm sweating. The whole thing is just a mess. Um, yeah. But I have my mask on, so... You know, I'm yeah. I I should outwardly portray that I'm trying to protect everybody else on this flight, but you know, finally yeah. we're, we pull back from the gate, and one of the passengers like diagonally across the aisle from me. It's it's a commuter jet, so there's only two seats on each side throughout the entire airplane. So there's very few people, oh, and I yeah. actually I had, okay. I, had, yeah. I, had, I had I had I had an empty seat next to me, but the, the passenger diagonally across from me said something to another passenger to the effect of, "Wow, I wish sick people would not travel." <laughs> and he, and he said it loud enough so, so that I could hear it. And I was like How rude. I was like, What is happening? Yeah. What is happening? And Did then you say anything? Well, so then so I kinda just like kinda like I, I honestly I was just trying to catch my breath so I didn't I didn't think too much of it. Then he pulls right. out a hand sanitizer and proceeds <laughs> to give it to all the people in our like vicinity. <laughs> I swear to God, he. I. I it was honestly. I, I, oh I, I my God, that's. Gross. I, I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know whether to laugh or like, just that be like. Protect you from coughing germs. No. Like I, like, like I didn't. Like I didn't know whether it was gonna like. I didn't know whether to laugh or just be like so livid that I was just. Yeah. And, and now. Extremely livid. Now, now, yeah. every, now everyone's like doing their hands, you know, and I'm like, I'm like, what the hell is going on? So I take my hand sanitizer out and I start doing it. I start doing it myself. So now everyone's like doing one of these, you know, and the flood attendant's walking back and forth. And finally, this guy then, this is all happening in the course of like a minute and a half. The guy across the aisle from me gets up. And confronts me, like oh, the plane is yeah. moving. The plane is moving to the runway, and he oh. confronts me. He's like, he's like, I can't believe you're on this airplane. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, sir, I've got to get home. I'm feeling sick. He's like, well, if you get me sick, you're gonna hear from my lawyer. <laughs> I was like, oh. I was, if I get you sick, I'm gonna hear from your lawyer. He actually said this to me, and oh I am God. like, everyone now in the cabin is looking at me. 
Yeah. Because like everyone I would have gotten in front of everyone. You already been, have like, like a taking my mask off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, it was unbelievable. I honestly I almost I I I, I feel like you, I feel like my civil rights were being violated. You but I, were standing out with the mask and like not breathing well. So finally, so. I'm, finally, I'm like, sir, relax. I have cystic fibrosis. My lungs suck. You will survive this flight. And as yeah, soon as right. I said that, I might not though. As, yeah, as soon as <laughs> I said, I forget exactly what I said. I said something to the effect of that it may not be appropriate for what I said, but I, uh, you know. I I, yeah. I almost fe felt like standing up and like getting tased by the air marshal after a confrontation. Like I I suddenly had like great health in me that All I could energy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Your the adrenaline, adrenaline was kicking. You got that adrenaline. Yeah, exactly. Rush. It was unbelievable. And I finally I said the guy I was like I have cystic fibrosis. And as soon as I said that, every single person that was on his team, quote unquote, then switched over to my team. Oh yeah. You know right. now that guy. You had a mask on. Like now that guy's the asshole. Right, everyone understands what's going on. And I think the flight attendant came and asked the guy to sit down, and like that was the end of it. And then finally, the last laugh came when we got off to board the airplane, and I stood up like, like right behind him, and he saw how much bigger I was than him, and he was actually physically like physically intimidated. I'm not a very intimidating person, but this guy was actually physically intimidated by my presence, and that just yeah. ended it. That was the end of it. But I, that's oh, the yeah. worst thing that's ever happened to me. And I, I mean, I immediately called my parents. I. I called my dad. My dad was like, don't tell your mother this happened. Like, she's, this will break her heart. Whenever these yeah, things happen, you know, my parents, you know, thank thankfully, no one's ever mm -hmm. around that has to experience it. Like, like unlike yeah. in Lee's situation, with me, you had your family it was there. hard because yeah. my whole family had to experience it. <laughs> mm -hmm. And my sister might have been more livid than me. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and it took a while to calm her down because it's just like disgusting There's because... I mean, at the point where we finally educated him and told him, you know, I think she finally said she has cystic fibrosis, her lung function, I mean, my lung function is not very high, and especially at that time, was not high at all. And she yeah. was like, you know, she has limited lung function, it's hard enough for her to get on a plane and wear this mask and whatever. And um, he was just not understanding about it. He was like, I don't care. You know, she's healthy, she looks fine, whatever. Mm -hmm. And... um I mean, she got in a fight with him. I'm surprised they let her on the plane. I mean, that's the thing. Like, and him on the plane. I, I do you know? I do agree with you. Like, the family members are very – and I have friends who are very defensive in situations. Like, yeah. I've had smaller right. things happen to me where, you know, mm -hmm. so, you know, someone will just say, you know, an offhanded comment that doesn't really, you know, get to me. But it, it will right. offend the hell out of, and, you know, one of my friends right. or one of my family members. Yeah. You know, and that's uh -huh. like that's, – that's something that also goes into this coughing in public. Right, it's not just you that it's happening. It's, you know, you're, you know, people. I think our family members aren't always around it, which is why mm -hmm. they always react so so strongly when it does happen. Well, yeah, because we're used to it. You know, I mean, it sounds bad to say you're used to people kind of, but they don't know. know. They, they just don't know. Weird comment, but yeah. <clears throat> you do get used to it. You know, I always think a lot of times once I start coughing or I have a major mm -hmm. cough attack in public, I'm like. Well, I'm asking for it. I can't wait to see who's the first person to say something, you know, because it usually happens. Um, but it is what it is. Well, even when I had my oxygen on and all the wires, um, I still got, I got people not being very understanding. Like I was on uni. I'm sure they look at you and they're like, yeah. "Oh, she's sick, <clears throat> and that's why she's like that." Like exactly. So yeah, so you know, like on the public transit that you're supposed to like leave a seat open for a pregnant person, an elderly person, or a handicapped person. Yeah, well, that's another one. This was 
this was a, I had my oxygen concentrator on, I had my mask on, I had, um, I was probably coughing up a lung too, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and these guys would not get up. And then it happened again, because to go to the Giants game, this Giants stadium, you have to take Bart, (laughs) and then you have to take Muni. So Bart, (laughs) no one was getting up for me. And then we took Muni, these two young girls that were probably in their mid-20s, almost 30s, uh, were sitting there and would not get up. I was getting pushed around, and, you know, because those trains are not very stable. (laughs) And I was with my oxygen, like, hitting people. And I was like, are you joking? Like, you're not going to get up for someone that can't... I would have sat on top of them. Yeah. Oh, I was making sure that I was... I was falling oh, into them. <laughs> I was making sure oh, you're sitting I was here? almost falling into them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait. Exactly. I didn't see you there. I didn't. Oh, wait. I'm my bad. I'm sure. Yeah. But did I probably was sat on them. It's, it's did just, my oxygen hit you? It's just common decency. I mean, you know, yeah. it's like, it, it's it's, it's mind numbing. And I'd love to know why people react so negatively around other sick people. I mean, it's there's one thing to protect yourself from somebody who is contagious, right? And yeah, I understand that people think exactly. we are contagious, but as soon as, mm-hmm. you know, we we say something, obviously people are taking, you know, our word for it, but as soon as mm-hmm. we speak educated, you know, in an educated manner about the illness, it should convince people that we know what we're dealing with and that mm-hmm. generally generally speaking, people right. are safe. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I always <clears throat> do think that confronting a person that's chronically ill for the first time for some people it's a reminder of their morality, right? It's a reminder that they are not invincible, right? It's a very stark reminder that life does in fact have an expiration date on it. And we Mm -hmm. do play that role as the reminder from time to time. And I I wonder if that's why, uh, you know, it it often elicits such negative emotions. It it may not. That's just sort of my theory on the matter. Mm -hmm. No, I agree with you on that. I mean, I'd never really thought about it in that way, but... I think you have a point there. Maybe you know? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I like to always think about know. why things happen. Um, yeah, I do and, too. And I, and a I lot do, of like, times I attribute it to a bad day or just being ignorant or not being educated. Mm-hmm. Um, or a lot of people are just really self-centered. Yeah, you know, I, I that's think just the, how they are, I think and they, they are. don't want to understand other people's situations. Definitely. I've had and, um, whatever yeah. you know. <laughs> like I've walked out of uh, a teppanyaki place because love that stuff um and these people were smoking and i didn't have my oxygen on it at the time but they actually got out of the way for me and i was you know but the smoke still lingers so i went like this like wiping my hand to get the smoke out of the way and this lady was like um wave your hand more or something like that i i i turned around so quickly my, Jeff was like, oh, my gosh, what is she going to do? And I was like, um, excuse me, I'm on the double lung transplant list, and I have a genetic lung disease, so <laughs> your smoke is really rude, and I I can do whatever I want. And she shut up so quickly. Whoever was with her, her boyfriend, I remember was like, when you did that. I am so sorry. We are so sorry. We are so right, sorry. Like, and But I, I guess was. What? You're going to have yeah. COPD. Yeah, in the next exactly. 20 to 30 years. Exactly. And then you're going to be, oh, wait, I need new lungs now. Right. I have a whole opinion on that, too. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I you know, I think, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, there is, there. believe me, there's times to meet 
hostility with hostility, just like that situation. Yeah, right. um, that but long. but but I do but I do <laughs> like to think that when like when I was on the airplane, you know, yeah. I do like to think that why why is this why is this gentleman doing this to me right now? Like right. Why, why is he doing just this? And yeah. and I think like I could have easily taken like the low road and. Uh-huh. You know, it would have led to an altercation. Yes, exactly. But, you know, in in doing, in the moment, I was like, do I really want to get tased by the, the the sky marshal? Not really. Like, I'm sick enough. I need to get Yeah, I need, you know, I had I don't think it would be good for your lungs. And then, yeah, exactly. It's not, like, the best. (laughs) No, it's not. And, like, this guy (laughs) is, this guy's just, you know, for some reason exploding on me. And as soon as, you know, I did take the high road, the rest of the passengers on the airplane, you know, suddenly jumped to my team. Because this guy was, you know, I made this guy look like an idiot. Uh, yeah. and, and I think just by, you know, educating the public on the matter or, you know, explaining what's happening generally will work. Obviously, Leah, in your situation, it didn't. But, you know, I, no, I, I, know, I think. That, I mean, that was one of the first times that really didn't work for me. Right. And it has made me more aware that when I am confronted in a manner like that again, how would I handle that situation? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know what I mean? It's something I dread. Um, I dread and I don't I dread know if about. I have a better response for that, but it it. It definitely opens your eyes to yes, it absolutely mm-hmm. does. Absolutely those does. types of situations. Um, so. so, yeah, I think, you know, we've, we've made a lot of good points here, and we're, this, this podcast has gone on far too long. Um, yeah. I, you know, I think we like to talk. We do have to, we have to land the plane at no pun intended. Um, <laughs> so, I, you know, I would be remiss to not mention our special next week. Next week, we are releasing three episodes. Three episodes next week. Oh yeah, we're doing a Valentine's oh, week special. Yes, yes. Yeah. Whether or not you want more, we're giving it to you. Uh, yes. And the three episodes are going to actually include all of our significant others. So on Monday yeah. you'll see an episode featuring Leah's boyfriend. On Wednesday you'll see Tiffany's boyfriend, and then on Friday you'll see my girlfriend, and they'll all join. Uh, or rather, you're going to hear all of them. It's a podcast. Um, you're gonna you're gonna hear them talk about what it's like to be the significant other in a relationship with uh, someone that's got cystic fibrosis, and it's our first round of guests for the Breathe yes. Podcast. Believe it or not, and it's our special guest. Yes, yes, our very spe- our very <laughs> special guests. <laughs> um, yeah, so and they- I think it's kind of cool also because we're all at very different points in our relationships with them. So yes. I think it gives you a good perspective of. The relationship in the beginning, in the middle, and kind of, you know, once you've been with that person for almost seven years. Like, where's that ring, Tiff? Where's that ring? Uh, that's, yeah, what we're, that, ring? that's what we're all looking for. I don't even know. Where is it? <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So make sure you check that out next week. Remember, the DMs are open. That's how we got today's uh, topic, oh, where we spent 40 minutes talking about coughing. I didn't think we were going to be able to yeah. fill it, but we did. We filled 40 minutes well, coughing we about sure talking. We um, The DMs are open. That's at breathe underscore in underscore pod on Instagram. Make sure you DM oh. us there. Uh, I'm Gunnar Sison. That's the Salty Sisters. They're on the other social medias, as am I. Our DMs are always open. And until next week when you hear us three different times during the week. Yes. Yeah. So right. yes, yes. Okay now yeah. ha- Okay now have a have a have a great night and we will see you next week. Right, bye. Bye guys. <laughs>